Hello and welcome to the 1-106 of the Second Photography Podcast. I'm here again with Ben and today we're talking about Sony cameras and Sony dominating the market. Um, but before we start, Ben, you know what to do. Hello, uh, yeah, my name is Ben, I'm 33, I'm a photographer and videographer and a photo editor. Thank you for introducing <coughs> yourself, Ben, for those listeners who have just joined today. So, Sony... I feel is really starting to dominate the market in terms of photography and DSLR style filming. I'm, I'm not going to say film cameras and big production cameras because that, that's a separate thing really. And they've been quite dominant in that area for a, a while. They've been dominant in the camcorder area. Yeah. Does anyone use a camcorder anymore? Well, it depends what your class as a camcorder. I mean, you still you get big ones that record to... Uh, SD cards and solid state drives. So would that be a camcorder, or would it just be one that you put a tape in? Yeah, what digital camcorders? So not one you put tape. I don't even think you can buy those anymore. Tape ones. Probably on eBay, but not not new. Certainly not new. Yeah, I mean, I think DSLRs and mobile phones and mirrorless have killed off killed off camcorders. But you can still buy them, and for some applications, I think they're quite good. So for making YouTube videos, I think they're quite good particularly the more expensive ones because they handle sound better than a DSLR would. You don't need to fiddle about with external recording. Anyway, we've digressed. So Sony has recently brought, they've been in doing cameras for a long time. You might remember Cybershots. You might remember their DSLR line and they had, with they were called Alpha cameras. I think I briefly owned one. I did briefly own one for a while and I, I, I really liked it. I sold it to get a Canon because they were the better option at the time. But now Sony have brought out some really good pocket ones. I'm thinking of your RX100s, your, your other RX models. Got some really good bridge cameras, but the big ones really are the mirrorless options they do. So yeah. they do full frame mirrorless, I think around 40 megapixels. I don't know the exact the exact specification, but I'm thinking of the Sony A7. I've seen those uh, A7R3, which I've just been looking at. Mm. which is uh, quite nice but quite pricey as well they are well they're going to be expensive i mean a lot of people are switching to sony and sony nikon cameras used to contain sensors that sony made and i'm sure a few other manufacturers did as well but they do really well on their sensors at at really big megapixels full frame but now i think they're starting to take on the dslr market professionals are switching to sony and if you've got Canon lenses and Canon gear, you just need to get an adapter. Yeah. And then you can use them on your Sony. And in fact, a lot of people do use Canon lenses and glass on the expensive Sony cameras because Sony doesn't quite have enough lenses specifically made for their cameras at the moment. And even if you do go for Sony ones, they're very expensive. Yeah, well, if, if they've not been in the market for long, I think with the thing with Canon is because they've been doing it for so long and there's so many different types of lenses out there, the second-hand market brings them, bring, certainly brings the prices down for the consumers. But with Sony, if they're only just doing it, then there's not going to be that market available yet. Yeah, if you've got a good set of Canon lenses you're not, and you've spent a lot of money on them, you're not going to go and then get the Sony equivalents if you can use your Canon stuff no. and it works and it's trusted. So, yeah, it's quite odd. You do see big Canon lenses on professional Sony bodies. The down, Have you ever used a Sony camera? Um, the only Sony ones I've actually used are, like you said, the old Cybershot ones. I had the, it was like a grey one which looked like a mini DSLR, and I had a little slim compact pocket one like 
the one you're holding now, but that was about 10 years ago before I moved to uh, DSLRs. So I've got with me Sony RX100 and Z Sony, I said Zone, we're going to say Zony then because I was looking at the Zeiss label. Sony have partnered with Zeiss for a long time. And this is a great little camera. And I brought it along just to take some images of us doing the podcast and, and do some video. Now, video has always been a strong point on Sony cameras. The downside are the menus and the settings. I took a little video to maybe put on Instagram. And then I went, look at this. So mm. you're in video mode. And you want to look at your video in the playback. Well, you can't. Because what you believe, can you believe this? I've got to go into the menu. I've got to move across maybe five screens and I've got to go to still movie select and I have to select the folder that I can view in the playback mode. So most cameras you can view stills and videos within your playback. Yeah. You can't in this. I either pick the folder for stills, the folder for MP4s or the folder for AVC HD. That's now, probably Strange. someone someone listening in three months' time will say, oh, I know what you can do, and you just don't know how to use your um, camera. Yeah, maybe I don't. I, I'm not going to... So you don't know how to use your camera, and you're doing a photography podcast. Well, I don't know how to change this, and maybe I can't, but I, I'm not going to invest the time trying to find out, in all honesty. So, yeah, I think the menus on Sony cameras are dreadful. They're really complex... It takes your ages to find anything. They're, they're very comprehensive. I can set what I want USB power to do. They have this database. There's recover image database. Right. So they set up this like database on your card so that if, if there is a problem with your images, it, I think it's easier to recover. But then it's a hassle in other ways as well. So I, I think Sony cameras are good, but my experience of using them is the, the menus and the settings drive me mad. I mean, this is a small camera. You can't have too many buttons and stuff on it. But you can't... This has full manual control, but it's really difficult to set things up. Yeah. I think, with yeah, with those, it's more of just a quick point-and-shoot like holiday snap camera or day-out camera. The lens goes from 24 to 70, I think, or equivalent 35mm. It's really small, fits in my pocket. It's got quite good automation and stuff, not that I use the auto modes. I think Sony does do very good auto modes. It's got a flash, missing a viewfinder, but that's there on the more modern ones. But it's a 20.2 megapixel camera, which for the size of it is mad, bad. isn't it? Yeah, that's better than my Canon. Yeah, it takes raw. doesn't have as big a sensor as your Canon camera, but actually I think you'll get comparable images, really. I remember my old, my cyber shot was, I think it was 2 megapixel. Yeah, and I th I think to be to be clear, we're not talking about Sony taking over the camera industry with the consumer stuff. We, I'm talk we're talking about the pro stuff because I don't think they will with the consumer stuff. It seemed like you know back ten years ago they're releasing a new cyber shot every month with different zoom levels and things like that. But that market's virtually gone. I think if you, if anyone buys, I don't think you can you can still get compact cameras, but I don't really think anyone buys compact cameras anymore. No, not with, especially since mobile phones are getting as good as they are. You used to go to a, a concert or a gig and you'd just see everyone's flashes going off. Now it's just a, a sea of scre uh, phone screens. Which is better, a sea of flashes. Because people have it on auto, don't they? So yeah. the flash is going to go off. That really, really winds me up. 
I went to see my child's play before Christmas and everyone in front of me was just holding up a, a phone for the whole like 40 minutes. You're not going to watch that. You're not no. going to watch 40 minutes of other people's children singing <laughs> songs and, you know, one minute of your child singing songs. I find that really annoys me. But what's better, people holding up cameras or people holding up phones? Maybe, maybe kit everyone out with something like Google Glasses. But I think the the market is still open for Sony for, for compact cameras, all manufacturers. The premium compact is still selling isn't it yeah the smartphone hasn't killed off the premium compact and the the rx line are very expensive rx 100s are very expensive premium compacts and they're still doing well so but then you think if you're spending that much on a compact camera why not just get either like a dslr or just a cheaper compact camera that does exactly the same I, if, I, if i had the money and i was getting a camera i wouldn't justify Spending a grand on a compact camera when you can get either one for a tenth of the price and it will still do the same, or all the kit you need with a professional DSLR. Yeah, all that. Well, saying that, the R, the Sony RX line does do 4K. Ah, but then most people don't need 4K, do they? I don't think anyone needs 4K, but some people like to have it. I think this this wasn't this wasn't the this was this was the first incarnation. And I, I got a nice um, nice cashback from Sony as well. <laughs> Eventually, Sony, pay attention, pay it out sooner. This for me, I don't need the Mark II, the Mark III, the Mark IV, the Mark V. The Mark, the, you get a little, little viewfinder. But it's a, and it does 4K, but it's essentially the same as this. Yeah, It's you... the same lens. I think it's still 20 odd megapixels. So I made a choice. I thought oh, I could pay about a thousand pounds, or I can pay an awful lot less. Oh, I think I'll pay an awful lot less. Yeah. Definitely. And I got this one. Oh, it doesn't. The other ones have articulating screens, but I can, I can live without that. But this is this has been a really good camera. And actually, I find I have a, a f- another premium compact, and I find that I am leaving my bigger camera at home. It's only coming out for a specific thing, like a portrait yeah. shoot, or like the hobby side. If I'm going tra- traveling or I'm going somewhere or I'm doing family stuff, yeah, makes this sense is the one. That, yeah. Well, we talked about yeah. it in a previous show about having to take kit out on the road. Definitely taking a good compact camera, just for example, a day out in London. Mm. You don't want to be carrying a DSLR with X amount of lenses and extra batteries. And... Well, you'd end, you'd end up carrying one lens that either won't cover everything or one lens that covers everything, but the image quality isn't quite as good. Yeah, or you risk annoying your significant other by going, no, hold the shot, I've just got to change the lens, don't worry, I'll get it. Yeah, I know it's raining, I'm hurrying up. And, I mean, the thing for me is, yeah, I could use a mobile phone, but I can't zoom with it. And my children move so quickly yeah. that they're just a blur. They're like, they're like those ghosts in the, um, in the previous episode we did for 360 cameras that we looked at. So I do think I do think Sony cameras are good, but they are they are premium, definitely. I'm I'm still gonna stick with the Canon DSLR because I know I know it, I like it, and I've made that investment, and I'm not gonna jump ship. Now, if I was a professional, that would be different. If you're professional and uh, someone else was paying for it, I'm sure it would be different. If you were professional, would you pick the Canon 5D Mark IV, or would you? jump ship and go to a Sony because a 5D Mark IV is going to be an awful lot of money yeah I, th- I, th- I think I would stick with Canon 
I like you. I, I've invested in it. I've used it for a long time, even back before I got the DSLR. I was using the Canon XL One for a video camera. Even back then, I've always used Canon. Personally, I just prefer them. And maybe I wouldn't go with a a five D Mark Four. In Mark Three, does everything you need it. Mm. The, the Mark Four just got a few extra bells and whistles on it. I mean, they are nice. Those those pro ones, and they are rugged. I I mean, I don't need a pro camera, so I'm lucky. If I was using, if I was a professional, I think I'd want reliable. I'd want strange things. I like. I'd want dual camera slots, not dual camera slots. What am I talking about? Dual card slots, so that if one card failed, I hadn't lost everything. Yeah. I'd probably want Wi-Fi, and I'd probably want a rugged body, maybe weatherproofing. Now, both Sony high end and Canon high end will have that. So, if those are my sort of needs as a professional, because I'm going to be using it every day. Yeah. So I can probably get to grips with the mechanics of using the camera and I can probably quite quickly learn. I worked with someone who you who had a one of the newer Sony ones. And again, where do you think the downfall was? Um menu. It was menu and usability. So I actually took my Canon five D along and you know, I was saying, Well, on you have a go on my Canon and oh you want to change the app shutter speed, you move that one, you wanna change the aperture, you move that one. You want to do flash, you do it this way. On really simple. On the Sony, hmm. there was only one dial. <laughs> or it was, you know, you spend ages trying to work out, well, how do I change the aperture? Or how do I, well, I've changed the ISO now. I've changed the shutter speed. I meant to change the aperture. Oh, I want to turn on the histogram. How do I do that? And there were, there were loads of features and loads of options, but it just made it really yeah, whereas with the- difficult. With like the Canon, everything's there and instant. Press that to change that. Press that to change the ISO. Press that to change the shutter speed. The Canon menu system is a lot is a lot better. And also, we had trouble using the EVF because it would it it, it would look fine through the EVF, but then when you reviewed the picture, it wasn't quite right. Yeah, it was, the exposure wasn't right, and it was sort of like the EVF was compensating. And I knew there was a way to turn that compensation off, but I couldn't find it because it was buried in the menu system. <laughs> so I do think I do think Sony cameras are good, and I know their market share has increased. And I th- I think personally, it will still incre- it will keep increasing. I don't think the other manufacturers can keep up with the level of innovation that Sony are doing. It comes down to more than just the camera and the features the camera has. Comes down to what you've invested in before, exactly. the lenses you can get, the ease of use. Some people prefer certain colours. People rave about Fuji colours and Fuji film emulations. So I don't think Sony will obliterate the competition. And it comes down to price as well, doesn't oh, it? Oh, definitely, yeah. Canon do a good entry level range and cheap lenses. Yeah, I mean, you get, we've spoke before about picking up lenses from the Amazon warehouse and eBay, that you get them dirt cheap, but mm. Sony lenses, not a chance. I'll have a quick look on eBay, see what lens, cheap lenses I can find. Well, and I think they've, they've got different mounts. They've got A mounts and they've got E mounts. And I think one of them, they've stopped supporting. I think the A mount, they've stopped supporting. So if you did invest in that previous system, you're going to be really annoyed if they've stopped supporting it. Well, maybe they haven't said they stopped supporting it, but they're not releasing any new lenses for it or haven't done for some time. But most can't. of the lenses on here aren't... Well, they're not Sony brand, but then I guess that it does go in Sony's favour because you, 
like the cheaper ones that get for 30 to 50 pounds which you'd pay for a canon 50 mm. but i guess if you want to go full sony brand then you're gonna have to fork out a little bit more yeah i think the yeah. sony equivalent is going to be more expensive than a yashica? canon Nikon. never heard of yashica before. so so that's an old they're an old that's an old manual lens you're looking at so yashica sort of synonymous with film film cameras they used to make film cameras they don't make any digital cameras I think there's one on Kickstarter but they don't make any digital cameras anymore so that's just putting an old manual lens on the Sony body maybe via an adapter yeah so we, I don't think we've seen anything particularly good on eBay we've seen people trying to sell their old manual lenses by claiming they putting in the title they work with Sony's because I think Sony's a could say play with a month at the moment. Yeah. So I won't be buying any more <laughs> Sony's at the moment, but then I'm not in the market for buying any more cameras at the moment. So a bit of a mute point, really. And you're you're not going to move to Sony, are you? Not at the moment. I'm not now. What if you started doing more filming? Would you still use Canon? I think so. I think whether with the the video functions on the DSLRs, they are the quality you get is top notch. If I was going to invest in a proper video camera i'd probably go for like the the canon c like the c1 or 300 oh so you'd still stick with canon for that type of video camera yeah i think so because you've got the interchangeable lenses as well and the image quality is just superb but you know what's really interesting you can have those type of video yes you can have canon ones like c100 c200 and they take canon ef lenses but actually, other makes take Canon EF lenses. So some of the Sony ones will take Canon lenses. Yeah. Some of the Panasonic ones will take Canon lenses. Yeah, I've used uh, an AF-101 with my Canon lenses, but I had to use an adapter. But the because it was using the adapter, some of the auto features wouldn't work. Mm. So everything was... I'd have to use manual, but then it was messing with the manual function as well, so it'd be very jumpy when trying to focus or zoom I was looking at a JVC one the other day and it shoots 4K and stuff and that used micro, that had a micro four thirds mount so that just took so you'd have a JVC video camera that you might put a Panasonic Olympus lens on or maybe a Sigma lens on that was just micro micro four thirds it was quite a small setup that with a micro four thirds lens those type of cameras are geared to professionals and what professionals need and mainly Professionals have been using Canon glass yeah. for those cameras. Going to finish there, but don't forget, if you are listening to this podcast on iTunes or through your phone via iTunes, please give us a review so that other people are more likely to find it. We're more likely to be found the more reviews we've got. So please think about leaving us a review. Thank you. Goodbye.